NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. Winning season continues at MyBookie, and they're now offering a free $20 bet with the promo code SGP20. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP20 to get a free $20 bet with your first deposit. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50. That's thrivefantasy.com, promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in pay-per-head providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's Ace. Perhead.com slash SGP. And finally, we're brought to you by Sean Green. Sean Green's latest comedy album, This Loss Hurts Us All, is now available everywhere. iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, and wherever you get your comedy. Okay, hello, and welcome to a very special episode of NBA Gambling Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Rich Fat Baby McKee, and today I am joined by a very special guest, all the way from up, way up north, Jeff Fox. What's up? Not much. Good to uh, talk to you once again, McKee. We are here to talk about the NBA draft, specifically about your latest article on sportsgamblingpodcast.com, which NBA teams are best and worst at drafting. Now, a lot of our readers might know you from covering the MMA, but you also do a lot of NBA writing. Um, I don't know. Tell us a little bit about your background covering the NBA. Yeah, I basically started um, writing about basketball probably like 15 years ago at this point, and then moved into MMA gradually after that once I had a, uh, had some decent contacts and, and a decent resume built up. So, yeah, I'm a lifelong NBA fan, lifelong Suns fan, unfortunately. So I don't know why I did this story when I knew how it was going to end up. But Well, uh, so you did the research and you went through and your methodology was that you looked at the win shares, the, a player's win share from 2014 to 2018, the 2019 draft you didn't include in this because those players haven't had long enough time to establish themselves. Uh, right. You took the draft spot, subtracted it from his win share from that number. Explain to me what win share means. Oh God, what does win share mean? Uh, win share I use because it's uh, on basketball reference and it was uh, convenient, but uh, I prefer wins produced, which basically gives you, I think, a, the best um, snapshot of, of a player's contribution on a court all around, defense, offense, little things, stuff like that. Win share is a step down from that, but basketball reference doesn't have wins produced. So I, I think wins, win share was, was the best all around, all-encompassing stat that, that I could use um, without taking way too much time to, to figure things out. Yeah. And I mean, when you look at right now, I'm on basketball reference. I'm looking at the 2014 draft at the very top. You have uh, win shares at 48.7 and Nikola Jokic. That totally makes sense. You look at 2015, 
the very top of the draft for Winshare is Carl Anthony Towns. Totally makes sense. But then you look right below that, second and third, you have Miles Turner and Montrez Harrell. Now, both good players, but I wouldn't say that they're better than Kripsops, Przingis, and Devin Booker. Uh, I wouldn't say that a 2014 draft, uh, Clint Capella is better than Joel Embiid. So I don't know. Is it is it a flawed stat to look at? It definitely seems to favor centers, but not necessarily all centers because uh, how, how did Clint Capella get higher than Joel Embiid? Well, Clint Capella has played a lot more games too. Win share is actually is, would be the total um, wins, quote-unquote wins that a player has uh, – has earned for his team and Capella I'm sure has played a lot more games than um, than Embiid but if you went win shares per 48 which gives you a basically a breakdown of of the player's contribution while he's actually on the court or or per a 40 per a full game if you played a full 48 minute game I'm sure I don't have it right in front of me but I'm sure Embiid would be uh, beating Capella in that um, it also it rewards guys for you know um things that actually win games though. Um, not necessarily scoring a whole bunch of points, but the rebounds, uh, being efficient with their shooting, um, not turning over the ball, things like that. So I, I think it's, it's a good, a good snapshot. It's better than, than the eye test or just thinking a player is good because he, he scores a lot of points basically. That makes, that totally makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, certainly when you look at the wind share per 48, you get like a lot of random names in there because you get guys who barely played any games, but it does right. change things. Yeah. I see that now. Okay. Well, you know, uh, I don't have like a, a real high level of education like yourself. So, uh, I, I appreciate you explaining that to me. <laughs> yes. One of the best universities in a graduate of one of the best universities in Canada, might I say. So yes. Yeah, there you go. You went to what Arizona State or something like that. Even James Harden can make it through Arizona State. Well, he didn't. I mean, he he you know he left. That's true. That's true. <laughs> that accepted to Arizona State, which anybody can. That's true. Oh. <laughs> Whole different thing. Um, okay, so tell me what you learned uh, according to your article. The top five best teams at drafting for 2014 to 2018. You have Philadelphia, number one, San Antonio, Denver, Brooklyn, Houston. Uh, I wouldn't, that's the number doesn't shock anyone, I wouldn't say, except for maybe Philadelphia at number one. Yeah, Philly was a bit of a um, surprise, but theirs was mostly, this was during the the hanky Pinky era, era and, the, and the process. So theirs was basically more of a quantity over quality type of thing. Um, when you actually, which I'm sure we'll talk about next, but when you actually talk about how their average pick fared, they, they dropped all the way down to eight. So theirs is basically, um, they ranked a lot higher than a lot of teams because they had a lot of draft picks um, during that period. I'm going to count. Actually, let me check real quick here how many they had. They had 27 uh, picks uh, that, that, that they put through um, under their name in five years, which is, that's insane. That's over five, five picks a year instead of what uh, normally they would have, what, two picks, a, two picks a year. So a lot of theirs is, like I said, quantity over quality, but, but they made some, some decent picks too. Um, they took Jeremy Grant in 2004. They took him at pick 39, and he's fifth in win share. Um, a lot of that 
came after they got rid of him, but but nonetheless, uh, he he still was an asset on, on their team and an asset they were able to trade. Um, Rashawn Holmes, they took a fellow a son of a fellow son of ours. They, they grabbed him in 2015 at pick 37. He's turned out to be a good player. Uh, Landry Shamit in 2018, they grabbed him at pick 25, and he's he's a top eight player in that draft class. So um, they did get some quality players, but a lot of it was 27 picks. Now a quick break for a word from our sponsor, and we'll be right back. Late fall college ball, the NBA bubble, UFC Fight Island. It is clear that 2020 has been a year unlike any other, which is why you need a sportsbook with offers unlike any other. Get some skin in the game with my bookie where odds boosts, lightning deals, and free breaths await all, all season long. And with Turkey Day right around the corner, there is no better time to feast on some NFL action. Sign up or get reloaded today. Find an edge, make your bet, and get paid. Make the right play and sign up at mybookie.ag. And when you do, use promo code SGP to get your deposit matched halfway all the way up to a thousand bucks. The terms are simple. You put in two hundred dollars, and they'll match you another one hundred dollars in your account. It's winning season at mybookie, so join in on the fun and win some cash while you're at it. Yeah, you differentiated that in your article by uh, wind shares, uh, total wind shares, but then uh, you looked at it also by average wind share per pick per team. And that changed the numbers quite a bit um, with, it moved San Antonio in the top, the number one spot. You have uh, Brooklyn, number two, Houston, number three. Those were all in the top five in total wind shares too, but Miami moves into the top four Indiana moves into the top five. Philadelphia goes all the way down to number eight. Um, so, th- so that takes away the the number, the total number of picks, correct? Right. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. The, basically, the the second second stat. I think the second stat's probably more um, a better snapshot of of how well a team drafted. The second, uh, the average number basically tells you uh, how many picks. Uh, a team outperformed or underperformed their, their draft position. So for instance, San Antonio, anytime San Antonio drafted during that period, they picked a player worth almost nine, nine spots better than, than where they drafted them. So that's like, if they drafted at pick 10, they got the, the best player in the draft. If they picked it, at, if they drafted pick 30, they got the 21st player in the draft, that type of thing. So I, I think that's probably a better stat to, um, th- to show you how great a, a front office is and, and there's no question San Antonio has a great front office than they have for, for decades. Yeah. I mean, I, I suppose that that shouldn't surprise anybody. San Antonio has been a, a powerhouse for 20 years, and they've known been known as having the, one of the best front offices in the entire league during that time. Uh, certainly Miami shouldn't surprise anybody with the well that they uh, have shown with their young talent and the way they've developed them as well. Indiana is a bit of a surprise, uh, I feel like they fall short a lot in the playoffs. Wh- who are their big players that they're looking at? Yeah, I'm going to take a pick. Yeah, take take a peek here. Indiana was a um, bit of a surprise, but they have been a real good team for for a while though, which means they um, which means they've been good at drafting because they haven't been getting. I mean, super my high draft picks. Turner, this Turner in 2015, you have him at the. Yeah. Um, was second in 2015 for win shares, uh, but he was drafted right. at number 11, so that wasn't like too. That's not yeah. too much of a huge jump, but I guess. Um, yeah, that's it. 
yeah, it's it's still uh, it's still better than, than a lot of things. Yeah, it's a it's a yeah. nine player drop. I see the big one for them was twenty sixteen. I'm just gonna take a peek there. One of the flaws with this is there's so many trades surrounding the draft. It's hard to figure out which ones were consummated before the draft, which ones were done after the draft. So I just made it whoever officially took the pick was the team that got credit. So sometimes teams get credit for players that they end up shipping out and vice versa. But um, let me check Indiana. Yeah, Indiana took Karis Levert at pick 20, and he was worth Oh, uh, I forgot they took him. 11. Yeah. Um, so that was a decent pick. Um, but like I said, he uh, helps other people. Uh, George Niang, they took a pick 50, and he's worth the uh, 29th in win share. So that was a, that's a big pick up there. So a lot of times it's, it's players like on the margins or, or you know, role players, that type of thing that, that, um, that, that score teams uh, high picks. But I think that's – a lot harder for a team um, to to pick a player on the margins there than it is to to uh, have the number one pick and say, "Hey, I'm going to take um, I'm going to take Joel Embiid," that type of thing. That's a, that's more a no-brainer than, than teams picking in the 20s and 30s um, if they're able to dig out a rotation player. Then then kudos to them. Yeah, and I mean that makes sense for San Antonio because they're they're almost never picking in the. They're never picking in the lottery in those in that time period. They're right. picking in the twenties right. to thirties. Uh, Brooklyn's been all over the place. Houston is usually down in the twenties and thirties. It doesn't surprise anybody that Daryl Morey went yep. well. Um, same thing with Miami, although they had a couple of years there where they picked higher. Um, yep. You got Toronto at number six. Uh, they're in the same boat. So we we've covered the the top teams uh now we'll get to uh, your and i favorite team or in that yeah. the the bottom the bottom five you have actually let's look at the bottom let's look at the bottom six because i do think it's interesting that okc is at number i'm looking at the the average let's not look at the total right um, i'm looking at okc at number 25 sacramento at 26 not surprising how, how often they underperform. The Knicks at 27, that's that's better than I would have expected the Knicks to be. I would have. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And Phoenix at 28, as, as you and I, yeah. even this <laughs> them, uh, really striking gold with the likes of Devin Booker uh, for every good pick. Right. They've had like five bad picks. Uh, Portland, yeah. it's surprising uh, since they're usually a good team. And then uh, Memphis all the way at the bottom. So, uh, but that doesn't take into account 2019 where they had two amazing draft picks that will be shifting as these rankings go further. So tell me a little bit about these teams. Really. All right. Well, um, well, the Knicks stink. We knew that that's no real, um, no real shock there. Even, even their pick last year, uh, even though he's a fellow Canadian, RJ Barrett, he he did not have a good season. Uh, not for, uh, but I think he went third overall last year, so he, he did not have a good season. Um, no, but basically I, every year he's not going to be a good player in the future. However, no, that's uh, true. They have a horrible organization around him right now, so yes, it, it's hard exactly. for him to perform well. But yeah, some of the, the some of the players you pointed out in your article, you got Kevin Knox of 2018. You got him at <laughs> minus 47. Uh, yep. Frankie Smokes from 2017 at <laughs> minus 48. 
Yeah. Yeah, they uh, and uh, and then when they when they do um, make good picks like Porzingis, they swap them for a bad pick in, in Dennis Smith. So, yeah, they um, not a good track record there. I could have gone on and on with them. There was more players in the Knicks that were truly awful, but obviously the, the worst during this period was our Phoenix Suns. Uh, they made the worst pick in 2017. They picked Josh Jackson at what? They picked him at four, and he of all the players who've seen the court in his draft class he's the worst one and they got rid of him for nothing <laughs> i mean no i mean he this last season he after the suns got rid of him he was in the g league for memphis for a while and he wasn't even playing right. he went from number four wait number three number four pick overall in yeah. 2017 to uh, barely hanging on to being in the league played some minutes for memphis at the end of the season uh when right players go down but uh, i feel like it's 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 a big question well he he, he'll stay in the league so that was a huge swing and a miss they you know sons passed up the likes of uh bam Adebayo, john collins donovan mitchell og Ananobi to take josh god this is just making me sad right now i know i know we we'll move on Uh, we won't talk about 2016 we'll talk about (laughs) 2017 28 yeah every year They've been bad. Um, even when I did this for my own site, Hoops Manifesto, I did this close to 10 years ago, and I went back 10 years from then, I think, and the Suns were the worst then, too. So it's this is like 20 years running, basically, of bad draft after bad draft after bad draft. Another quick break, and we'll be right back. Come prop up on Thrive Fantasy this season. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports app for player props. With Thrive, you can eliminate the countless hours of research and focus only on the top tier athletes that have the biggest impact on the game. If you're playing an NFL contest, all you have to do is choose 10 out of 20 available player props to build your lineup. Each prop is assigned a fantasy value for the over and the under based on how likely it is to hit, hit the most props, rack up the most points, to share a part of the prize pool. So use promo code SGP when you sign up today and you will receive an instant match up to $50 on your first deposit. Download Thrive Fantasy on the App Store or Play Store or by visiting their website, thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today and don't forget to use promo code SGP. Have you ever thought about starting your own sportsbook but don't know how? Ace Per Head is here to help you start your own sportsbook. They'll provide you with an all-inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated to the second and wagers graded immediately. They have top-notch customer support going 24-7, some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus, Ace Per Head offers live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Get started today, and Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Just go to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Yeah, a team whose front office has really uh, shot them up over the past few years, and be no surprise to listeners of this podcast because we sing their praises often, is Denver Nuggets. Um, their best pick being, of all people, uh, Monty Morris. I mean, advanced stats, you don't think of him as being one of the best players in the league, but advanced stats love this. No, I no doubt. Yeah, the, the, they do love him, um, and it more so they got him at, 50, at the 51st pick. You, you don't expect to get a player that produces uh, at a pick that, that low. Um, most of those guys don't even make the league. Um, like, that's one thing I think a lot of fans and probably even front offices um, 
they overestimate what type of player that they're going to get out of pick, whether it's a lottery pick or it's a pick 57. Like, um, it's, you know, uh, you're not going to get a, uh, a player that's actually even going to see the court for you a lot of times in the second round, but he's, he's done quite well for him. He, he's a role player, but you need role players to win. And then obviously uh, the other big one was, was uh, Jokic, who they also got in the, in the second round. They got him at 40, the number 41. He's uh, a franchise player right there. Yeah. So, so who do you see as, you know, I mentioned Memphis already. I, I imagine they'll be moving out of the very bottom spot uh, when you do this exercise in the future. Um, right. Who are some other teams that you think their front offices have started to turn things around? I mean, don't say the Suns immediately, but <laughs> who else? Would they no, I, I won't say them immediately. But uh, yeah, the Suns, um, actually, people probably don't want to hear this, but Golden State um, hit it out, hit it out of the, uh, the ballpark at the draft with uh, Eric Pascal. Um, they got him at, 44, at 41st pick last year. Um, he's worth number six in win shares. He 14 points, five boards, two assists a game uh, for them last year. That's that's pretty in like 28 minutes. He'll probably be playing less minutes, you think, as as the player as the stars get back to the court. But um, the rich get richer in that case. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, and they have the the number two overall pick this year. I would imagine right. of them as somebody that's not going to to whiff on such a high. Yeah, no, uh, you, you would expect them to, to make decent, a decent pick this year. Minnesota, who has the top pick, they came out pretty good in this too. They usually get guys worth uh, a slot or two better than, than where they draft. So good chance that, that they're going to, uh, they're going to make the right choice, even though this year seems, seems to be up in the air, what exactly the right choice means. Um, and they may get themselves in trouble if they decide they're going to draft based on need rather than the best player available. But uh they have a decent track record over the past, at least over the past what, five, six years or so. Yeah. So the um, the top, just looking at the top 10 picks right now, Timberwolves and Golden State, we already talked about. And then we got the Hornets, Bulls, Cavs, Hawks, Pistons, Knicks, Wizards, Suns. We've talked about the Suns. We've talked about the Knicks. <laughs> uh, what kind of faith do you have in, in the Hornets, Bulls, or Cavs to make the right Hornets. here? Yeah, Hornets are bad. They've, they've, they've been bad for a while, and it's basically Michael Jordan has always struggled when he's been running teams, so it's not really a surprise. They, uh, they usually – their picks are worth, like, two, two and a half worse than, than where they draft usually, so you would – history um, being what it is, you would expect them to um, – to whiff um, again this year, even though last year they, they did decent this past draft with PJ Washington. Um, they got him at 12 and he, he turned out. Okay. Um, they took Cody Martin at 36 and, and he's, he had a good, um, a decent rookie season too. But, but before that they've basically whiffed um, every year. But um, what other teams are in the lottery that you were mentioned there? I can't even remember the, the order this year. Cavs, you have them in the very bottom. Yeah, Cavs are crummy. Uh, unless if, unless someone falls in their lap from Akron, they, they can't draft. Yeah, and you got the Pistons. Uh, Pistons are right, right in the middle of your ranking. So that's surprisingly for being yeah. maybe having the worst roster in the league. <laughs> that's, uh, it might be more about they haven't developed the talent or they traded them that's away. True. Yeah, but 
they're up and down basically. I'm looking at the scores here. The real good in 2014 and 2018, real bad the other three years. So or real good 2014, 17, and then they're basically up and down. Uh, to put it, put it yeah, they did decent in 2018, but I wouldn't have faith in them either. Right, right. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean that's an interesting perspective to like look at this from a little different eyes rather than just looking at the players available since this is obviously a draft that doesn't have a clear number one pick or even a clear, you know, lottery. Right. Being, uh, it's going to be a bit all over the place. Um, What is the, let's see. Anything else you wanted to say about this? Sun suck, yeah. <laughs> Fire server. <laughs> uh, uh, I appreciate you jumping on right now. We are. Uh, you should announce that you have a an MMA podcast coming up on the Sports Gaming Podcast Network. Yes, right? yes, very exciting. I'll be kicking off. Uh, hopefully, a premiere episode will be next week uh, for next week's fight card and. Basically, with the UFC running weekly, uh, as it is, basically every Saturday they have a fight card. You will get a podcast from me and my co-host, Gumby Vreeland, basically early to midweek every week. Uh, we'll be breaking down every fight on the card, telling you who you should pick, um, bantering back and forth. I'll make fun of how he pronounces words. He'll make fun of my Canadian accent, and we'll go from there. <laughs> Uh, and you can follow Jeff on Twitter at Jeff Fox writer. Um, and he, the last few weeks, he hasn't been, uh, writing picks for us every week because we've run out of budget with football, but he will be going forward doing picks every week for us for UF, the UFC fights. So I always check that out. He's got a great record this year, at least of picking fights, right? Yes. You're, you're up. Uh, yes. Uh, up and down. Uh, I was up higher a few weeks back but yes uh for the most part this year has been been a positive positive year uh i did a lot of stat crunching and figured out some keys to pick and fight so i may have cracked the code awesome and um plug your other sites that you write for my main site if you're in mma is mma-manifesto.com um a lot of stuff on there um most a lot of uh MMA salary stuff. If you're into how much guys make and stuff like that, that's basically what uh, the most po- most popular things on the site are. But I run a weekly pick up contest. Um, I have fight cards up there. I have scouting reports on guys and everything uh, you could possibly want. Awesome. All right. Well, make sure to check out all of Jeff's stuff and uh, we're looking forward to your UFC podcast. Uh, I'll talk to you soon, man. You got it. Thank you. Ba 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 ba